He's got a beautiful backswing. Dad! Oh, he got all of that one. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Lay up with an iron into the hazard. Well, that wasn't quite what I meant, you know. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Head over to golfoklahoma.org as the college golf season is heating up. Big 12 match play taking place down in Houston. We'll get to that in just a little bit. I'm Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys joining me as always. Gentlemen, we were very high on Matthew Wolf coming into the Shriners Children's Open out at TPC Summerlin in Las Vegas, and he had a great week, and once again, he is the bridesmaid in Vegas. Last year, it was Martin Laird in the playoff. This year, it is Sungjae Im who threatened and was on 59 watch for about two hours yesterday at TPC Summerlin. He settles for a nice little Sunday 62 and a four-shot victory. Matt Wolf in solo second at 20 under, four back, Sungjae, super low on a Sunday. It was pretty impressive. Well, you look at this leaderboard, it just goes to show that there's a reason that they play 72 holes of golf. Sungjae, 9 under on the last day. Mark Leishman, 8 under, uh, who finished uh, tied third. Rory Sabatini, the silver medalist, shot minus 7. Then you have Lanto Griffin shooting minus 5. Then you have the likes of our boy like Matthew Wolf, who only shot minus 3 yesterday. Then another guy, the best last name in golf, Adam Shank, only shot minus 1 yesterday to end up shooting uh, minus 19, which was T3 overall for the tournament. Did he have the Shanks? Because that's the worst score in the top 10 by a decent margin. Better last name than Gooch? Oh, Shank and Gooch is an all-time <laughs> name matchup. That is true. That's what we should do. We should have a name. Like the I'll ultimate. put it on the poll right now. I'm not even going to wait after the show. I'm putting it on the poll right now <laughs> so that we can get early results coming in while we're on the air. I want to know, better golf last name, Shank or Gooch? <laughs> <laughs> so, T gets so, so shot a nice little five on on Sunday. Yeah, T eleven. I mean, minus sixteen for the tournament. And you know, I'm scrolling through here, guys. And of all the people in the top thirteen, he was the only person to lose strokes putting minus point two one. So if T Gooch could have got that putter rolling, he would have been good. And actually, what's fairly interesting here, guys, I'm scrolling through. A lot of guys in the top of the leaderboard lost strokes off the tee, and but everyone up there was just throwing darts. I mean, it seems like. There was a .31 for Mark Leishman seems to be the lowest of everyone up there. You had Harry Hall, who I don't even know who that is. He was point, minus .36 approach the green, but everyone else gaining more than a stroke. So this uh, this course was an irons, uh, irons uh, throwing dark maybe, paradise. By the way, maybe they should have had Harry Hall on the Euro team. Replace Ian Poulter with Harry Hall. <laughs> Maybe Repl- so. Replace anyone. Maybe so. Anyone, you're right. You know, before the week started, I picked Matt Wolf to win this tournament, and if it weren't for Sungjae just going absolutely bananas on Sunday, uh, it might have happened. But uh, Matt Wolf ends up finishing solo second. That's really solid. Uh, you know, really great week for us to not be doing one and dones. I mean, of course, that's the week that I actually picked a guy that's up there in the top three. Uh, but anyways, you know, I, I really was impressed by Matt Wolf. I did see a couple times uh, on the back nine on Sunday where he got a little quick, uh, and I've seen it, you know, a, a couple times with Matt Wolf over the, you know, history of since he turned pro and even a little bit in college. He tends to miss left off the tee a little bit uh, when he gets under the gun. Uh, but other than that, everything looked really solid for Matt Wolf. His putting looked really good, and, T-Dub, I don't know if you noticed this, but when I was watching Matt Wolf this weekend, you know, he's taking it back a little inside with a little bit of a shut face, but it stays square throughout the stroke. And and it was so 
so solid, but it looks a little different going back. No, on the putting stroke you're yeah, referring to. On yeah, the putting is stroke. it? Uh, could you tell? Did it look like he was lining up right, and was he just starting everything on the line that he wanted to, or is he just is he just manipu- He's not manip- manipulating it through the stroke. Yeah, no, he's just not manipulating it through the stroke. It's it's basically the the face is staying square the whole time, but he's just taking it back a little inside, and it just stays square the whole time. Yeah. So the thing that can happen when you do that is. I think because I, I have a very similar issue on in all honesty, and the thing that hurts me most on that is right to left putts. Yeah, because you you, tend to miss left yeah, sometimes. Yeah, because you can't because you what happens is when you come in like that, you intentionally put a little bit of right to left spin on the ball, and you don't even really notice it. So then when you got a slope that's right to left, you're going to miss low almost every time. It can be slightly beneficial on left to right putts because you can actually hook it up against the slope. But at the same time, it's something that. If you know that you're doing it, the, the best putter I, I ever played was my college teammate named Allie. He did the exact same thing. And yeah. right on every putt, took it back shut, and, and basically drew every putt. <laughs> basically played a hook on every putt. And he made everything he looked at. And if it was a 50-footer, it grazed the hole every time. I have Most heard Bryson thing. say that there's no such thing. You, like, it's impossible to draw and cut putts. But basically, it Wrong. all has to do with it. All well, maybe for you know, I, I can well, do when it. you when you arm lock like he does, and you're stiff as a board, it's kind of hard. He to says, I, I've he seen says me do that, it though. I mean, you guys can watch the YouTube videos on it, but he says that it it has more to do with you know the face at impact than it does the side spin on a putt. Like you really can't manipulate a ball to turn left or turn right on a dead flat putt. I've seen me do it. I've, I, I've put I've put spin on the ball accidentally. Not like your college teammate. I just sometimes my stroke gets a little wonky and the ball starts spinning <laughs> but, on me. But but anyways, I, I was just going to bring up the fact also that we got to see on Sunday the Swagger King, Nick Heinen, all day, which was really nice. That is, I mean, that is a good point. One of the best caddies out there, per se. Yesterday hey, was major two TV setup day. Major two TV day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, I was walking and, in. And I with saw the, the late TVs. start in Vegas, I mean, it was oh, all it was prime perfect. time. Yeah. It was perfect. By the way, greatest red zone day of all time there for a little bit. Greatest witching hour ever. There it was... I mean, I mean, there there are some good ones. Almost every Sunday is a good one. But Colby, yesterday you could, was you could go strong. kick for some teams right now. Uh, that, what was it? Green God. Bay, Cincinnati. That was the most ridiculous thing I ever saw. It was it was like watching two guys have a putting contest from three feet, and nobody could sniff the hole. It was <laughs> it was so bad. Wouldn't it have been funny in the Ryder Cup? It just like there was the most. Cl- Clinching match coming down the stretch, and everyone just kept missing three-footers. I think that's how we should start doing playoffs on the PGA Tour. You start at three feet, you both hit the same putt, <laughs> and you back up one foot, and you keep going until somebody misses. What, what did we that look it up? What, that would be so awesome. What did we figure it out? The same odds on like a four-footer were the same as a penalty kick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So just go set them up for – you hit five, four-footers. Whoever makes the most, <laughs> go on. I love it. <laughs> I love it. it. Do, 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 do six of them. Do the uh, around the world. Oh, drill. yeah, you so, got to do the circle. It's got to be the four-foot circle. You can't hit the same straight-in uphill four-footer over and over again. You set up a four-foot circle. You go around it. Whoever makes the most wins. Um, or we could do uh, – And you, then sudden death after that. You could do like a horse. You just step up on the green and make oh a putt. Oh, God. How great would horse be? A horse playoff putt. Horse would be incredible. Putt. That would be incredible. Why are we coming up with this on a non-playoff week? We had 10,000 playoffs this last year, and when there's no playoff, we come up with good playoff <laughs> yep. formats. By the way, I mean, obviously we had to start off the show with Matt Wolf because we're a golf show, but I went to the greatest sporting event in the history of sports this weekend. Little, the little, OU Texas game. I mean, Texas that was State the greatest, greatest comeback in the history of sports. Hey, whoa, man, whoa, 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 whoa. Tom Brady history, was down 28 to 3 with 17 Caleb minutes Williams left. Caleb Williams was down by more than that. It was a Super Bowl. It's OU Texas. 
If you just said the history of college football, I might have stuck with you because I don't actually know enough about the history of college football. But 28-3 to at the end of the third quarter of a Super Bowl, I've got to give it to it. All right, Colby, nonpartisan here. You're the OSU fan, the group OSU. Yes. What did you think of the game? It was incredible. It was incredible. It was, um, I mean, early, obviously. It was all Texas. But you could see that when Caleb Williams came in, everybody for OU was like, oh, we like this guy. Let's go play super hard and go win a football game. Well, and, we liked him a lot more than Spencer four weeks ago. Well, yeah, that I mean, that we want Caleb. That was the chant. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it was incredible. And, uh, I mean, it took all of the suspense out of the rest of the Big 12 season, which is kind of a bummer because prior to Caleb Williams coming in, there were like four teams probably that could win the Big 12. And now there's only one. But that's the same world we've been living in for half a decade, so I, I imagine I'll probably get over what it. Was your, what was your favorite time from the game, Sam, besides the actual game? Hey, like I, I've been to playoff Thunder games. I've been to you know games at Fog Allen. I've been to games at Arrowhead Stadium. I've never heard a stadium louder than when Caleb uh, Kelly ripped out that ball. On the, on the kickoff return. Yeah, on the kickoff Which, return. by the way, no one on the broadcast or in the truck even noticed Or the radio that that call either. Dude, I saw it live. Yeah. I saw it live on the first screenshot. I'm like, Caleb, he took the ball from him. Well, and mean, then they started showing us replays of the Marvin Mims catch that we had already seen 14 times. <laughs> Did they really? Yes, yeah, we like, saw it right like, in front of us. I'm like, go back to the game. Oh, you just got a turnover. Yeah. And the guys on the broadcast are like, this is an amazing catch here from Mims as, as uh, Texas will look to bounce back here. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they won't because it's not their ball. Literally, everyone on <laughs> you was celebrating and they didn't even mention anything about it for like no. two minutes. No, they didn't notice. Nobody on the broadcast noticed. Nobody I've been in those trucks. There's 30 people in those trucks staring at screens. <laughs> Nobody noticed. Really? Yeah. That so took like a me. full minute to get back to the game. So, and well, they were like, I think Caleb Kelly might have taken it from him. And then they and then they showed it. And it's like, of course he took it from him. We all saw it live. But, I mean, you know, the hump man, he's been on the show. He said that was the best game he's ever been to OU Texas-wise. Hey, hey, I got to ask you, Sam. You were in the stadium. Were you one of the cheerers or booers when Spencer came on for the two-point conversion? Are you Ooh. kidding me? I was booing my head off. Of course you see, were. See, see I, I, I will say this because I've heard this too. Look, the re- it worked. The, it re- worked. Re- the reason they brought Spencer back out in that play is because they ran two-point conversion plays all week at practice. That's the reason they yeah. brought him out there is because they had a play drawn up that they liked. Yes. And last time they put Caleb Williams in in a two-point conversion, he dropped the ball like he did twice. Got very lucky. Three times, actually. But also, you know what I would do if the opposing team brought a true freshman in who'd never played before? I would make sure to not blitz once the entire second half to make sure that he had six seconds to stand there on every play before heaving it 50 <laughs> yards to Marvin Mims. I don't even know who Texas' defensive coordinator is, but he should be pretty embarrassed today yep. that he allowed that have, to take look, place. Uh, we're a golf show. we got to transition back to golf. Oh, everybody loves no, it. Hey, hey, but, but before, before we do. 30 right, more seconds. Right, go. Get your point. Then i got one more question. You got, you got what, what was the best food you had at the fair? Ooh. <laughs> That's Boys. a good one. Or Boys. your top three list. I got I to tell you guys a funny story. So after the game, Reagan had worn these long white boots, right? And her feet were hurting, so she took them off, was wearing socks through the, through the fair. I told her she needs to burn Dude, those gonna, socks. Dude, you're going to step on something. <laughs> no, no, bad no. Bad idea. No, no. It was all good because she had blisters on her feet. So I'm carrying these boots. This guy comes up to us and says, hey, you guys want to be on TV on A&E? I was, you know. I was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And so basically this show, and we're going to have to get all our listeners to watch this show so it gets more ratings, but it's on A&E. I don't know when it's going to air, but it's called Deep Fried Dynasty, (laughs) and we ate fried pizza, deep fried pizza. What? So it's like- On camera? Yeah, on camera. And and they asked me what it tasted like. Did you eat it politely or did you shovel it into your face? 
Oh, I shoveled it into my face. There you go. That's the and only so, way to do it if you're on camera. First of all, I get. I said I, on camera, I said, "Am I allowed to say one bite? Everybody knows the rules." And then he was like, "Yeah, okay." And I was like, "Well, I went through the whole thing. You know, it tasted, you know, pretty bad at the start. You know, about <laughs> as bad as it could get." But by the end of it, it tasted like the greatest comeback in football history. <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> I what, swear what, that what that's exactly what I said. That's awesome. And, and, and Reagan goes, I wouldn't pay 10 coupons for this. Oh. <laughs> it's so soggy on the inside. It's like gross what, pizza. Hold on, hold on. What, what were kind people, of Were the people who made it standing there while y'all insulted the deep fried pizza? I have no idea if they made it or not. But it was terrible. <laughs> What it kind was, of pizza was the fried pizza? Was pepperoni? it pepperoni? Yeah. So is it is it like a pizza pocket and with just a piece no, of pizza in the middle? No. How it's do you mess like, up pizza? It's, it's. I guess you deep fry it. I mean, have you ever seen a deep fried Oreo? Yes. Yes. It's like the same thing, but pizza. So it's basically like a a piece of pizza with breading on it. Yeah. It kind. It's not like as thick as a calzone. But it's similar. Oh, I do like a good calzone. So, so I guess, so, so like, you know, the pizza crust generally, and is it like, th- was it a thin slice or a regular slice? It was pretty thin on the inside. I was a little surprised that it's a little hollow in between the actual pizza and the bread. I just have a lot of, qu- because, you know, the crust is bigger than the actual pizza. So is like the crust, is it fried too with the Yeah, adding? the whole thing is fried. And then the pepperonis are on top of the fried. I'm going it's to on just top a- of the fried. I'm going yeah. to accept you and Reagan's review as fact, and I'm not going to eat fried pizza. It's not great. I mean, it's not bad. Like I said, I mean, I, I still, you know, after having a few beers at the OU Texas game, I wasn't hating the fried pizza. But and I'm it wasn't. assuming it was free fried pizza since they asked you if you wanted to be yeah, on TV. Of course, it was free yeah. fried free fried pizza. That's kind of tough to say. That's like the Walrus Award. The Walrus Award. <laughs> is, there, is there anything you can't fry? Oh, good question. Good question. I also want to hear. We had a lot of list. A lot I'm of our listeners probably pole. went to OU Texas. Let us know what your favorite f- uh, fair food was, because I know that they have all kinds of unique stuff down there. I've only been once in my twenty-eight years Is of living. Is there anything and you can't fry? I'm putting it on the poll, boys. We're gonna have the listeners wait. Maybe, Is there po- anything maybe you can't fry. Fried yes, popsicle. No. Deion Sanders. I put it on the poll. We'll see. Can't fry Deion Sanders. That's we'll a good how one. It goes. Can't beat him deep. No, you can't. Never uh, gotten burned. Prime time. <laughs> Early results are in. So far, we've got 10 votes on the better last name for a golfer. Eight of them are for Gooch. Yeah. Gooch leading 80-20 I feel currently. like our listeners are a little biased, though. I, uh, that's fine. This is Mitch. I like it. That's fine. 80-20. <laughs> we might be biased, results. too. By, By the way, way, I did text Gooch last, yesterday and tell him, you know, I feel like his time is coming this year. He had a good week. He had, he a, had a good a, week. A, just another solid week. Taylor Gooch is the most solid player ever. If you don't put him in your DraftKings lineup... Like I didn't last week, you're going to regret it because every single week he makes the cut and every single week he finishes top 15, 20, and eventually he's going to keep going up and up and up. And he finished fourth at the Fortnite Championship a few weeks ago. But (laughs) while we're on the Taylor track, man, Taylor Moore coming off the Corn Ferry Tour, top 25 finish, gained 1.66 strokes on the green this week. This our man had the flat stick rolling. Yep. Top 25, I mean, Taylor Moore's just going up from here. I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, we talk about the Oklahoma Open all the time with all the Oklahoma players. It's turning into the Taylor Open. I'm not one of them, but <laughs> hey, all the other Taylors, they're doing a hell of a job. By so, the way, I wanted to ask y'all, before we get off this. I was going to reread my DraftKings lineup. Oh, you were? It's, okay. It's impressive. I thought you were going to a different it's subject. Impressive. I was just going to ask if you guys think that Sam Burns is the next big superstar. Superstar? Superstar. Next big superstar. I don't know if I can get there. I don't know if I can get to superstar. Like good what, player that makes multiple what's his US team events, probably, but superstar is two a two time major like, winner. It, yeah, yeah. What's his ceiling? Like what do you th- what, what's the highest in the world ranking? Gosh, he'll get? You're putting me on the spot. 
Highest in the world rankings will he, he'll get? Will he, will he become a top 10 player in the world? I'd have to say yes. I mean, look at all these guys that we, we've done the hashtag how high, trying to see how high everybody gets. Bunch of guys. I mean, Nick Wadney was top 10 at one point in the world. Tyrrell Hatton was top 10 last year at this time. I, he'll get into the top 10. He'll crack the top 10 at some point. Okay, so I guess he's he not already? Top five is much, much what, tougher. What's, what's he ranked right now? Sam Burns, he's probably in the teens. Hashtag how high? Let's do it right now. We don't know. None of us know. None of us know. He's probably at his highest. I'm going to guess 13. I don't know. I'm he's got to be close to top 10. I'll say I'll say 19th. I don't think he's that high. Sam, you got a guess? 14th. He is 18th in the world. Well done. Oh, yeah. Well done, which is his best official world golf ranking position. Uh, looked like he might go back-to-back with the Sanderson and the Shriners, and then he faded a little bit on the weekend uh, after a great Friday. What, he shoot 62 on Friday? Something super low. Um, so so, he, so here's a good point, right? Okay, so we got – I'll, I'll just read off the top ten right here. John Rahm, DJ, Morikawa, Cantlay, Shoffley, JT, DeChambeau, Louis, uh, Kepka, Finau. At what point in that does the superstar status stop? Oh, good question. Good question. So, so I is Louis a superstar? Of course he is. No, he's not a superstar. Superstar to me is more than just like superstar is like celebrity. He finished and like trophies. top five in every major last year, but he didn't year. win though. It yeah. doesn't matter. He's won one before. I, Eleven I, years it's ago, it's his only PGA Tour win. I say he's got one PGA Tour win. I'm sorry. So let's just so, start so, this out. John Rahm's a superstar. Yes. DJ's a superstar. Absolutely. Morikawa's a superstar. Can't lay. Yes. Yeah. Superstar. One hundred percent. Shoffley. Yes. Yes. Superstar. Justin Thomas. Yes. Absolutely. Bryson. Yeah. Yes. Louis. Yes. I think I, that, I think yes. that's where I think that's where the line. And then right after that, I would say no. And then Kepka's next at ninth. I would say yes because he, yes he has Kepka. all the majors. Yeah. Finau. No. No. Not no. yet. English. No. Nope. Spieth. Obviously. Yes. Yes. Hey, he has he has the three majors, so yes. Yes. He has the three majors, all the celebrity uh, answer, not a superstar. See, see, it's hard for me to throw the celebrity thing in there because the most irrelevant and the most average player in the world went to the same person, Ricky Fowler, and I see him on more commercials than any other player out there. So it's hard for me to use the celebrity thing as a superstar Speaking point. of that, yeah. I wanted to talk to you guys about that, and I forgot to write it down, but I'm glad you brought that up. They're not announcing who wins the PIP money. Oh, yeah, they said that they told us all along that they weren't going to tell us. They're not announcing it? No, no they're, they're not, not going to tell us who wins. They're not saying who wins. So what's the point of it? I, For I don't those know. guys to get money. For those to, guys to get money, but, but, but they're I, but not. Max Homa was talking about it. I was listening to him on Colton O's podcast. I forget the name of it. You subpar. Got, subpar. It, and I was listening to it because um, Max Homa was upset about it because he's, he's saying, I haven't gotten any PIP money yet from last year. And he's basically saying it's probably just going to go to the top 10 guys. And the reason why they don't announce it is because it really, even though they say it has to do with social media, they're really just trying to entice those guys to not go play for any other tour. Uh, see, I, I, didn't it seem like that that was the whole reason that they came up and with then, it anyway? And then yeah. Tiger, because of the timing of it? I, it? Tiger obviously had to have won it, right? It had to have at least been close and he didn't play this year. Yeah. But that, I mean, he still generated we, as much on social media. Are, whenever, are they releasing it to the tour players at least? No, they're not. That's why Max Home is no, upset. Uh, so the players don't even know if they win. Like, they don't even well, they, I mean, know the if they get the money, obviously. Who, who yeah. finishes 11th? They have no I idea. won't know that they finished 11th. No. That, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my no entire sense. life. That's, that makes I, no I, sense. I, if you want the tour to grow, show people the ratings. That way, if someone's tweeting all the time, like Gooch, who said he wants to try to get up there, if he's 100 and something on the rankings, but that's what okay, Home is say, say, That's what Home is saying is he said he would probably have been in the top 10 of social media, you know, 
you would think likability so. or you whatever. Would think so. like, and, and, but he's saying that it, there has to be some other factors, and there there's got to be a reason why they're keeping it secret. You you have to show that because you have to let people know if you want to grow the game. Well, how are they growing it, and how do you do it better? You know why they're keeping it secret? Because all the people who are making these decisions are probably over the age of sixty. Yeah. Let us know. Seriously, yeah. let us know. Well, they don't even What's the tell point us of when doing they it behind closed guys. doors. It doesn't make sense. The PGA right. Tour has always done that. You're right. They're very hush hush. By the way, we were talking about Ricky Fowler. My DraftKings lineup from last week, boys. Taylor Gooch, obvious pick. Um, that was my made cut. I had Abraham Answer, missed cut. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty Scheffler, missed cut. Sahith Tigala, coming off the runner up, missed cut. Kevin Kisner, missed cut. I wonder R- if Ricky I Fowler, missed cut. I wonder <laughs> if I would have won DraftKings last week if I wasn't banned. Was your lineup loaded? Oh, yeah, but Sam's still banned from DraftKings for uh, nothing. For no Literally reason. no reason. Wasn't it whenever you went on your honeymoon? I went on my honeymoon to Hawaii, and it kicked me out for loading into my Wait, where did you go for your honeymoon? Hawaii. Hawaii. Colby, <laughs> <laughs> I am impressed. I can't get enough. I am impressed. Hawaii. <laughs> this is a monumental moment on the show. Because not only is this the first time on the show, but in record history... Kobe brought up something that he did poor at. It was without so us bringing laughable. it up. It was, if it's medium laughable, you just you just gloss over it. It's all right. It, he's like all the Cowboys fans now. They're you know now that they're winning a little bit again. We didn't boys. Now that they're winning a we little bit boys. again, they act humble. You know that you know. Oh, I did everything's so bad okay. last week. Everything's okay. Wait until they lose three games in a row. He'll be the worst person to be Who's around. Who's losing for three, three games in a row? Well, is nobody losing three games in a row? Isn't it like a natural With your law? Eagles hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like a natural law of physics that the uh, Dallas Cowboys have to finish 500? No. No. Can't. Can't. 17-game season. Oh, good point. By the way. Well, wait, well if the, they make the playoffs. Well, the no, tie. they could. No. They could tie. I was going to say, they, they, they the go first to- year they go 8-8-1, eight, eight, and one, the <laughs> memes are going to be. <laughs> it's not going to be this year because they're winning probably 14, maybe 16 games this year. The, hey, the Eagles did have a nice win this week. They did. It was a nice. It was like a pity win that the Panthers gave them. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I was happy for them. And, you know. The Cowboys played the Giants, who don't have anybody healthy. They did before yesterday. Wins a win. That was brutal. Injuries are rough. That's what, as as a Sooners fan, we got to say. Speaking of that, real quick, what do you guys think about the trade that I had to make yesterday? I had the worst day in fantasy history. I don't know about that. I had Clyde Edwards-Alaire get hurt for basically the season. Juju get hurt for basically the season. I already had Christian McCaffrey out. For who who knows how long? Hopefully he comes back next he week. He was supposed to play this week, and then Friday, like no, no, you sit out. We'll rest him. It's just the Eagles. We can but, beat him without McCaffrey. Ha! Jokes on you. But anyways, so I I did a little deal last night. A, a little deal? deal? A little deal. This I was think a blockbuster. Also, I traded you, my three best players. You said you were on the phone for three hours. That was an exaggeration, right? No. That, that was an exaggeration. No, it wasn't. You're misremembering. Pull it up in your call log. There's no way you were on the phone for three hours negotiating and surely a fantasy football you were trade. talking more just, than just about trading. I was on the phone for one hour and 12 minutes. Okay, one hour and 12 minutes. I'm like, there's no way. Three hours sounds better. Though. Three hours does sound better. So you were on the phone it for three like hours. forever. So you were on the phone for three hours Three and a half hours, this, actually. This trade. Might so, have been four. The trade is... Uh, let me pull it up. And is this for our listeners? So PPR no, league, right? PPR league. But I have nobody healthy. No running backs that were healthy, right? Join well, the club. So the, I traded. the greatest ability is availability, Sam. Remember and, that next year when you draft. And obviously, Saquon <laughs> got hurt. That's what reminded me about this. So, so here we go. Yeah, right, Colby. All right, so I, have, I traded Mike Evans, Tyler Boyd, Mark Andrews, and CMC. Pretty blockbuster for... I like it. Antonio Brown... 
Travis Kelsey. Good. Miles Sanders. Boo. And the second best running back in the league so far this year, Najee Harris. Um, <clears throat> Points wise. Pretty close. Pretty comparable. But I had to do something to get some healthy guys. Kelsey's step up from Andrews. McCaffrey's step up from Harris. It sounds like whoever you traded with, you should have just traded your first five draft picks just back and forth with each other and then just given them. Because that's basically what you did. Just took no, your but best players off each by team. By the way, the dedication. But he wide receivers. The dedication oh, yeah, no, for works y'all. Out great for the everyone. only reason why CMC was in the deal was so I could get Kelsey and uh, Najee Harris. The only <laughs> he's the best best player in fantasy when he's healthy. The dedication to spend that yeah, much time on the phone. Yeah, but I don't have phone. running backs healthy. I, I I wasn't joking about the trade. I was joking at the fact that the only reason CMC was in the trade, and it's like, well, that he's like a non tradable asset for the most part, unless you get Kelsey or someone else back. Yeah, Najee Harris. But what I'm saying is he needed Evans, so it worked out. I hate fantasy football. I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> says that every By the year way, no one cares. Season. Unless you have all those guys, you can't relate. But All right. I'm trying to. By the way, speaking uh, of Gooch other sports. Gooch is running away with it, by the way. Gooch is running away with the uh, the poll. Speaking 88% of, now. Speaking of switching sports, J.R. Smith is making his Smith. debut. J.R. Smith. Debut this morning. Here's, here's the question. So we all know that J.R. likes to partake in some adult beverages. <laughs> Since we're now going to be on the golf course, I think that Jr. should pour himself back a clubby. A clubby is the more drinkable version of the Oklahoma staple. The club special, the official seltzer of slicing limes, not drives. That's what Jr. Smith will be doing today. Has electrolytes, does not contain artificial flavors. Perfect for a hot day on or off the golf golf course. Specifically formulated for golfers of every handicap, makes shooting any score bearable. The freshest, smoothest, leanest, greenest number one seltzer in golf. We're making score predictions for Jr. Smith, right? Yeah, might as well. I'm trying to look at look at this picture. 36 today or 18 today? That's so great. His North <laughs> Carolina awesome. A&T golf picture. That's that so great. That is so good. It, he just looks massive. Do we think they're probably playing 36 today, right? That I seems hope like so. I want to hear do. what Jr. He says. A freshman too. That's always fun. What's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite Jr. moment from the NBA? Oh, definitely when he forgot the score. No, I, I, see, I love Jr. See, I'm I like more, Jr. too. This just that that was the funniest. I'm more nostalgic. I I remember watching him do the Macarena at halftime of Hornets games. How about this? I actually remember what it is. It's the one where he's playing for the Cavs, where uh, it's a regular season game, and he sees like one of his buddies on the end of the bench, and while the game's going on, he yes. goes over to give him a high five and talk to him. <laughs> he got burned his, on the inbounds and pass. His, his guy cuts <laughs> to the basket for a layup while he's talking to somebody on the bench. <laughs> I totally did not remember that. Jr. is the most relatable NBA player of all time. I feel like. Uh, like he's never met a shot he doesn't like. He no, would shoot it from right. the parking t- lot, as some people would say. Until he f- hits a thirty-yard bunker shot. Oh God! Okay, then he'll so, find a shot. So that he it's doesn't the like. Elon University golf tournament is what's being held. Let's see. If can we, we find, find it? Can we find it, T Dub? I'm trying. It's it. in North Carolina. We know that. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? We'll look for it. We'll come back on the other and side. We'll keep this. One thing question rolling. before the break, because you brought up clubbies, and I, I got a legit question: Is it an NCAA rule that you can't drink during golf? Has to be. That has to be, right? Like, during competitive events, like, you can't consume. I've never seen anyone do it. I, I haven't either, but, uh, I mean, I, I don't really know, because I played uh, golf at a, at a Christian college, so we weren't allowed to anyway, but I'm just saying, hey, you're 21 years old, you want to walk down the fairway with a clubby or some little cup? I just picture JR as being the guy with the push cart with some, uh, you know, white styrofoam no cup just chilling. There's no way JR's using a push cart. Is he? Why not? He has to be. Why not? Oh, he's not that soft. D- dude, I hope he uses a push If card. it's a 36-hole day and he's carrying his back, he will not finish. 
<laughs> Dude, he's he'll a, finish. He he's physical in the NBA. athlete. I don't. People do not realize, realize how hard walking thirty six holes is for us. It is J.R. Smith. We, we were twenty one years old and it still sucked. That's true. He is old. He's like thirty five. It doesn't matter, dude. His cardio is better than all of us is combined. There, is there, and, and listeners can tweet us too, is there anyone in any peak physical condition that is not tired after 36 holes of golf? No, I'm not he'll saying tired, he's not going to be tired, but I'm saying that you know his feet probably won't hurt as bad as my fat ass when I get done with 36 Here, here we go. Going, I, I, going into got, the break. Who's older? Will Zalatoris or Sung J.M.? Is it uh, Willie Z? It's got to be, yeah, because you're asking that question, I'm assuming. Zalatoris is he's almost... 26. He's almost two full years older right? than Sung Jae-M. Is, is Zalatoris 26? He's 25, I believe. Because Sung Jae-M is We're around the same age. That's the uh, only reason yeah, why Zal- I that. Zalatoris turned 25 in August. Uh, Sung Jae won't be 24 until the very end of March. Before we get off Sung Jae... How freaking ridiculous is it it's that ridiculous. he has to go to the military it's in ridiculous. South Korea? I, I mean, dead this serious. Yesterday. He, he should get an exemption. Dead serious. What, what, what are we doing? Professional athletes should get an exemption. I, I it's, it's crazy to me that they're going to derail his career can, by, can by making him take make, two years off. Like, even can he not make a contribution such as, you know, similar to what Major Ed does? You know what I mean? Like, make a contribution to, you know, Some veterans. sort of alternative. Yeah. Some sort of to alternative. To where he can still play. He's 23 years old. You're going to ruin the guy's career? Yeah. I hope he's saving up his money because we've seen this before with Sangmoon Bay where he he went over and did it and he never got his game back. And this oh. is a borderline top 10 player in the world. Sungjae, uh, uh, I stand correct. He's a borderline top 20 player in the world. See, Sungjae's when I, by 21st the way, currently. When I heard, you know, they were playing in Vegas, I forgot the fact that they're playing on overseeded Bermuda grass. And Sungjae, right. Bermuda grass king. Bermuda killer. Sungjae so M. About the Sungjae thing, I'll just end it with this. It's one of the 10 trillion reasons why I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, we don't have to true. deal with that. Yeah, he shouldn't have to do that. It's crazy. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. Come back on the other side. We will give J.R. Smith score predictions. Uh, we will talk a little Phil Mickelson. We've got a lot more to get to on the other Tiger side. Tiger Woods. Big, Tiger Woods and Big 12 match play. All that coming up after Charlie break. Woods. <laughs> the 73rd hole. Stay with us here. The official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. When something the size of a golf ball hits your roof, you need to call McRae Roofing. McRae Roofing is Oklahoma's designer roofing service specialist. For years, Jeff McRae and the experienced team at McRae Roofing and Exteriors have served fellow Oklahomans by helping them with their roofing needs. McRae Roofing uses only top quality materials and professional crews to make sure that each job is done right so it will give you the years of service, security, and protection you need from the unpredictable Oklahoma weather. McRae Roofing offers residential and commercial roofing, ventilation services, and custom copper designs. McRae Roofing is dedicated to exceeding the homeowner's expectations. It's not just a roof, it is your home's crowning glory. Call McRae Roofing today at 405-692-4000. That's 405-692-4000. Make sure to also visit their website at McRaeRoofing.com. That's M-C-R-A-Y Roofing.com. Don't get caught with a leaking roof. Contact McRae Roofing for your free inspection today. Unbelievable. <laughs> J.R. Smith wins it at the buzzer. 
JR! And North Carolina A&T wins it on the 18th hole. Uh, North Carolina A&T, currently T6 in a 13-team field. JR Smith in an 84-man field, currently T39. He's plus one through eight. Plus one through eight. I JR. love it. What what has he gone on the round? By the way, he's playing five bag for the record. Shotgun start, so he opened on a 414-yard 400, par four. Easy little par to get his collegiate career started. Makes a uh, bogey on the next hole. Birdie, double, birdie, par, par, par. So That's super clutch by JR. Not electric. a bad start right there. Normally, I, I would request this as well, but this week even more show, more so. Winning shot length for golf step. I got to know where JR's hitting the shot. <laughs> we got to know where JR's I, hitting I the shot. I, I mean, this bogey that he made, Colby forgot to mention, is on a 530 yard par five, so he messed up somewhere. I want to know how he messed up. Did he three putt? Did, there's a lot of ways to bogey a par five. Also, both of his birdies, he birdied a 460 yard par four. That was one of his birdies. And then he birdied a 380 yard par four. His double came on a 200 yard par three. So I don't know what happened there, but a bogey and a double in your first eight holes and you're only one over? Yeah. I. Good for JR, man. I absolutely love this. If we, by the way, if we went up and did our Big 12 live coverage like we did. Oh, God. For JR Smith. Yes. Now that would get some views. That would be incredible. I, I guarantee you, I would love to go see it. If I want to see what his game If he plays around here, does we he have play to around here? I don't know. This one's in Burlington, North Carolina. So we're obviously not going to make the uh, drive to go up tomorrow. How, is he but beating he other guys here, on his team? Uh, good question. So he is playing five bag. And he, he is he is tied second with every, there's a guy who uh Xavier Williams is minus four through eight who's solo second on the Shout tournament. Out Xavier Williams next, balling. E- next everyone else on the team is plus one, uh, and then another guy's plus two. So he's technically tied for second on his team. Yeah. Not T- bad. T thirty nine and eighty four man. Say there. what the course is called? They're seventh as a team. It uh, is Burlington. Uh, Al- Alamance Country Club in, uh, in Burlington. In Burlington, North Carolina. I actually just punched in the weather because I'm trying to figure out if our man is going to make it through the day, if it is thirty six, because <laughs> it's only sixty eight degrees there, need one oh, more. That need, helps. Need one more for sixty nine. Nice. Um, and I'm trying to find some wind here. Give me one second. We're going to go to the hourly wind. Oh, it's only seven miles an hour out of the north. Okay, he'll what make a it. Beautiful day for golf. That's uh, a could, perfect day. Could you not ask for a better first college round golf weather day than that? No. I just my biggest concern with Jr. Smith as a college golfer is that he loses track and signs the wrong scorecard. That has to have, that has to happen. <laughs> Wouldn't be the it's first. It's gonna time. happen in at least once. I mean, I'm just saying, Jr. Don't don't write scores down every three or four holes. Write them down every hole. You need uh, you know those those amateurs that have the little clicker on their the belt clicker. whenever yep. they hit a shot. Yep. He needs a clicker, <laughs> and he needs it clipped onto the belt loop. Yes, like like Dwight on the office. It has, has to phone. be it has oh, to be on the what? outside. You know, have you ever seen that? They've got a the, clicker. Yeah, they've got. It's like a. Uh, it's a tracker thing or whatever. It's like, it looks like a lock essentially, you know, with a little never, rotating numbers I've on never it, seen and you that. hit it and it goes up to one, two. It's for people who shoot like fifteen on a hole and they can't keep <laughs> count of how many they hit, so they hit the button every time they hit it. It's basically just like a, a counter. You just click it, boom, that's one. Boom, that's two. In the water, three. Out of the water, four. Boom. <laughs> that is hilarious. I've never heard of that. It's perfect. Makes my life easy. By the way, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Tiger Woods, boys. Tiger Woods. He's back. He's back. He's back. Is he going to win? Wait, wait. Did it, something happen? Was there a photo or something went around? I don't, I'm not sure. Is he going to win this week at the CJ Cup? Probably not because he's not in the field. <laughs> but if he were in the field, watch out. Did right, Charlie win that tournament, the by the way? Of course he did. I haven't seen the leaderboard, but of course he did. All jokes aside, 
when is Tiger coming back? Seriously. I, I mean, I mean, we, we after the photos, for anyone who didn't see it, he's standing behind Charlie, standing with no crutches. There was a but few more pictures, There, there were too. more that came out yesterday. One of them, he wasn't even leaning on a club. He's standing unassisted on the putting green, arms crossed, watching Charlie Some putt. people were saying a, that, oh, you know, he's favoring that leg still. Well, obviously. Well, well gee, it was ripped into a million yeah, pieces but, eight months but ago. But to be fair, he always stands like that. True, true. He always stands like that. I mean, I, th- I think that at the end of the day, I, for anyone who hasn't seen it too, he's just wearing a little leg sleeve on his leg for a little protection. I, I think mean, it might look messed up. Oh, that's a question. That's a question. Does why it, does why it would he cover look, it up? Well, I think that that compression sleeve is to still help blood flow. And I would think be it, my guess. he also likes wearing it to cover it up. Probably, yes. Because I would imagine the scars are significant from the amount of surgeries he's had to have done. I, and I've seen Alex Smith's and... I mean, it was pretty... Pretty nasty? Yeah, yeah. It was gross. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it's bad. Yeah, I'm sure I, it's bad. I, I mean, I don't... We've seen it before where players will practice uh, or wear shorts and practice we'll rounds when he comes back. No. Ever. The, the scars? Not, ever. not not, unless it's a, I do. I do. No, the only way we do is if it's like whenever they took pictures when he was on privacy, which is his yacht. And like right. Like, he's not going to go out wearing shorts at any... <laughs> Take pictures of him on privacy. Right. <laughs> oh, that's what happened. That's why he I named know, it privacy, it so funny. he could get some privacy, and he couldn't get it. I, I think he will show us, because I think that that'll, that's like his way of giving everybody perspective on like, oh, this is what they had to do to my leg. Because I think that whenever he wins, he's going to want everyone to know just how bad it was. So I think he's going to want us to see the scars. That's an interesting take yeah. on it. So you don't think we'll see until until he plays good? I don't, I don't he, know if he's ever going to play. I don't know if he's ever going to play again. Oh, see, I, I think he'll be back at Bay Hill, like I've said all along. Bay Hill. I, I'm still in the boat of I hope he's back by, you know, the start of the 2023 season, but I don't see it happening, like, where he comes out. He might play, but I don't know if he'll ever, you know, contend for another PGA Tour, tour tournament again. I, I think you're as much as, again. as much as I want to see him at, at Southern 2022. I think there's 20, no chance for that. No, I, I think that at uh, I think the Hero Challenge in 2022, the end. Uh, so that's basically December. If if they have it, they didn't have it because of COVID last they're year. They're having I, it this year, so they'll have it next year. Yeah. yeah. So I think that uh, I think that is the time to really look look for Tiger. But at the end of the day, it's just good to see that the best athlete of all time is it. In a wheelchair and totally yeah. crippled for the rest of his life. By the he way, can actually get around. I mean, I think that's the biggest sign. Charlie's it? feet are huge. What's he, that, what's he's going to be like 6'5". What size shoes do you think those are? Tens? For, I mean, on is a 12-year-old Is he kid? just little or are his feet big? It's a good question. Probably both. Probably a little bit of both. I mean, his feet were huge. <laughs> like, uh, here's a good question. When How much has your foot grown since you were 11 to now? I mean, I've been the same size since sixth grade. See, me too. That's the same. I honestly can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, I've been small my whole life. Some, so. pe- some people's feet just grow, and he's right in that age of where, like, your feet are bigger than – because, like, like I said, I've been wearing the same shoes since I was his age. And then – so he might just be at the point to where his feet are grown and everything else needs to grow. But, yeah, I think that you're on to something there, Sam. I don't know – how tall is Elon? I have no idea. I no bet clue. I can find out. We have the internet. Tiger 6'1". Be careful. We're, we're trying to fig- we're Be careful to- searching Elon on Google. NSFW. <laughs> oh, nothing too bad will pop up. She wasn't like a playmate or anything Elon like Nordegren that. Elon Nordegren height. 5'11". Good for Charlie. That That's a good sign there. I He's mean, that's James. almost as tall as Tiger. Tiger's shorter than people think. Tiger's he listed as 6'1". He's 6 foot. He's, yeah. Eh. He's 6'1 with shoes. Eh. Yeah. I was shocked when I saw him 
Uh, when, I, when I was talking about 2001 at Southern, I was too young to, to even realize it. But we were both there, Sam, when he shot the 62 and a half. Yep. I was so shocked with how tiny he was. I mean, like, I mean, he was stout. He looked like a linebacker, like body-wise, but he wasn't very tall. You know, you expect someone who's so polarizing, like a LeBron James who's 6'8 or whatever, you'd expect him to be monstrous. And it's like, no, he's not any di- different size than, than you are, especially. I mean, he's a little taller than I am. But, man, just watching him play golf was just immaculate. And he's coming back at some point. He's going to play. He's going to play. He'll come back. He I'm will just win saying, again on the PGA Tour. He will make it his life's mission to win again on the PGA Tour. I don't think so. Tyler, what will be the highest that he finishes in a so. major after this? That's a tough question. He'll top ten at the Masters again. Old old guys, old guys can still do it at Augusta. But old guys at, at the Masters don't normally the have the body that he has. Either at the Masters or at the Open, across the pond. <sighs> well, maybe a week where he doesn't have to hit very many drivers, just gets to finesse. I it hope around. so. Oh my God, that would be so amazing. He'll win again on the PGA Tour. He'll top ten in a major again. So when does he win again? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say. You don't, have to, you don't have to say how long after he comes back will he win. I'd say. What do you mean comes back? Like well, his, sends his videos of his, us swinging. No, his first, swinging. Tur- his first tournament that he plays. How many tournaments will he have to play before he wins again? I would, this say, I would say he'll win within 18 months of, of coming back. But my deal is he won't even play until he's ready. He learned that lesson real quick when he finished like DFL at the Memorial. I 100% agree. He's not going to play until he's healthy. I and, think the better question so. is from the time we see videos of him swinging a golf club again, how long will it be? Well, Until he plays or until he wins? Until he plays until in he a plays? PGA tour, tour tournament. I don't know. It's a good question. Six months? What is the, what's going to happen to the internet when he does do that? It. I mean. It's going to break. They're going to need some serious bandwidth. By the way, what's going on with Instagram lately? It's gone down twice. I don't Facebook have Instagram too. in the past week. I don't have Facebook. Facebook. There's I some, think we're getting invaded. Twitter's still up. Whistle, whistleblowers going around. Twitter's still up. <laughs> at the 73rd hole. If, you're, if your Facebook and Instagram go down, you know what you need to do? You need to go straight to Twitter. Follow at the 73rd hole. We yep. got, we got polls find, going right now. That's where you can find our great polls like better last night for a golfer. Shank or Gooch? 86% say Gooch. <laughs> Is there anything you can't fry? 83% say no. I 100% agree. I mean, you can fry it. Doesn't mean it'll be good, but you can fry it. Yeah. Like pizza. Doesn't mean yeah. it'll be good, but you can fry it. What does this mean on Twitter, by the way? I don't know. Somebody replied to the, the Shank Gooch poll with a gif of a soccer player sliding. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't I'm trying to sense. look at it right now. It's from Alex on Twitter. Alex, if you're a listener, tweet us again and let us know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's trying to slide into is the DMs. So- I'm not is sure. that soccer player's name Shank? No, that's uh, in, what's the dude's name for, Frank, or for PSG? Mbappe? Is that Mbappe? That's is not that Mbappe. No, that's not no. Mbappe. That's not Mbappe? No, no. that's not Mbappe. Well, who no. is that? I, I don't know. How is that I not know Mbappe? That's, I know that's not Mbappe. I promise that's not Mbappe. I'm 100% sure. Isn't Mbappe sure. number five? Yeah. Uh, but just, no, I don't think Mbappe is number five, actually. I, I don't know, but <laughs> that's but I, not but I, know, I know that that's not <laughs> Killian Mbappe. <laughs> what number oh. does Killian Mbappe wear? He's 22 years old. Oh, yeah, he's hella young. Yeah, he wears number seven for PSG and 10 on the France national team. Okay, so he doesn't wear five. Okay. He does not wear five. No, that's he also just down. doesn't look like that at all. He looks a little bit like that, but that no, that's How does definitely he not, not look like that. Mbappe. That's his picture right there. I, I, mean, I think they're the same person. No way. It's close, but not Kelly Mbappe. Yeah. By the way, while we circle back to the Champions Tour, hitting bombs, <laughs> hitting bombs, hitting bombs. One more time. Hitting bombs. One for each Champions Tour event that he's played in. He's played in four. He's now won three. Phil Mickelson wins the, and by the way, dope name for a tournament, the Furican Friends. (laughs) 
The, the constellation Furican friends. Friends of friends. I guess. <laughs> Phil Mickelson, 15 under. Miguel Angel Jimenez, 13 under. Steve Flesh, 10 under. Phil, the thrill, going low on the Champions Tour. What a year my, for Phil. My favorite part about Phil this year is that Reagan, my wife, has started watching golf, and she's left-handed, and she calls Phil Swag Daddy. Nice. He is, <laughs> he is Swag Daddy. What? That's got to be tough going through life left-handed. Yeah, we always got to sit on the – I got to sit to the right of her when we eat dinner. We had a uh, birthday party we went to Saturday night, and it was at Topgolf. There's one guy there who's left-handed, so they had to go get him clubs so that he could play Topgolf because – I mean, he can't swing the right-handed ones. Yeah. And then it's funny because he has to get the ball out of the thing. He has to bring it all the way to the other side of the mat, turn around with his back to I the center. I never thought about that. And then swing. It Lefties was, it just mess up the range. Lefties do mess up the range. I always used to tell Tyson Reader that, and he used to get pissed. Go to the end. <laughs> Go all the way to the right end of the range if you're a lefty. Here's a question. Uh, and it seems like at the you know at the end of the year, at, you know the manufacturers are coming out with, with new clubs. And before the new clubs come out, you go to the golf store. The only thing left is left-handed clubs. So here's the question. Are the manufacturers making too many left-handed clubs, or are there not enough lefties playing golf? Which one is it? There's not enough lefties playing golf. There's not many lefties playing golf because I know a bunch of lefties that play golf right-handed. Phil yeah. Phil is right-handed and plays golf left-handed, which is weird. But that's so Yeah, that's so different than what – because usually – People are left-handed play right-handed yeah. for the reason that we just talked about. You don't have access to left-handed exactly. clubs. Yeah. The it's reason hard to get left-handed the- clubs when you're young, especially people who aren't very well off when they're young. I mean, you kind of hit what's around, and usually what's around are right-handed clubs. Well, and the reason why Phil plays left-handed is because he mirrored his dad Yeah, when he was growing up. His dad that would be out. hitting balls, and Phil would be standing right in front of him I wonder what balls. the trajectory of Phil's career would have been if he would not have mirrored his dad, if he would have just swung right-handed. More, more majors? Less majors? He would still be famous. His personality's too good. His personality is too good. Plus, I mean, the coffee diet, all of it. The yeah. aviators, the calves. And I mean, the fact that he... Fireside with Phil. Hitting bombs. <laughs> is there anything to the coffee diet? He said he's drank coffee every day, every minute of his life for 10 years hey, and has not been sick. Coffee's for closers. I'm not a coffee guy. Are y'all coffee guys? No, I've I'm, never, I'm not a coffee never guy been either. Never a coffee guy. But, I don't. I'm one of those people too. I don't get like extremely sick, but like I'll have like a day or two where I, I don't feel very I've good. Had, so I, I don't know what is, is coffee the secret well, thing. To just, I've had coffee uh, a couple times, and it just makes me feel like I want to go poop all day. <laughs> See, I, if I drink coffee like right now, it's ten o'clock when while we're recording this. By noon, I'll want to take a nap. I really. Yeah, it's like, like it'll pump you up and then it just like ultimate crash. See, so I did morning radio for a couple of years, and, and when we're talking morning, like, it, like tell people what you used to do. You drive from Stillwater down to my, the city. my last semester at Oklahoma State. I was getting up at three forty-five. I would leave my dorm at four. I would drive to Oklahoma City. I would do morning radio. I'd go back to class. I would play golf in the afternoon, intramurals, and homework at night, and then do it again the next morning. It was great to be young. I'm no longer young. I now have a kid on the way, and I cannot possibly fathom uh, doing what I did when I was in college. But anyway, the point is, I mean, I was waking up at 3.45 every day. I tried coffee. I lasted two days. I hated it. Did you ever do, like, five-hour en- energy or anything? I tried some of that stuff. Didn't really like that either. You know what I settled on? Good old-fashioned water. I just... Drink water some water. Gave you energy. Get up in the morning. Drink some water. I mean, it didn't give me energy, but stay hydrated, and I'd be I'd eventually get feeling good and kind of get woken up. Also, worst thing about morning radio, your eating schedule is jacked. Oh, because I was eating. You. I mean, I was eating my first meal of the day at like five fifteen. I just go throw something in the microwave at five fifteen in the morning. I was having lunch at ten, 
And then how did you keep going to go play golf? I'd want to go take a nap. Uh, I mean, I was young. I just, I just did it. I was like, it's my last semester of college. Me and me and my friend Jack, we had uh, student memberships to simmer on trails in Perkins. So I mean, it was you pay for it <laughs> at the beginning awesome. of the semester. You go down there with a cart. We we were playing thirty six like three days a week our senior year. I've never played more golf in my life than I did my senior year because I, I already had a job at that point. So I think I had. I think I had either 3.9 or 4.0 going into second semester of my senior year. And that semester, I made like a 2.0 and graduated. I think the most impressive thing, I mean, I know your grade slip, but you're able to get up that early and then go back to class. Right. Because, like, I could understand. You didn't You didn't skip class? Sometimes I skip class, but I went enough to, to pass and yeah. graduate. Right. Which is saying something. Yeah. Because it's easy to not go to class. Especially when you, you got, do it. Especially when you got the golf down the road that's already paid for. Oh, man. Speaking of college. I was, I was rounding into form that last semester. First time I broke 70 was at Cimarron Trails that last semester. There we go. Yeah. 69. Speaking of college, nice. OU and OSU playing in Big 12 match play. Big 12 Big match play. Have they started yet? They have started. I've got the leaderboard right here. Let me refresh, make sure we get the most uh, up-to-date results. Oklahoma is playing against West Virginia. Six matches currently on the course. They take six to match play. OU leads in five. All small leads. All either one up or two up. OU leads in five. Uh, the only player who does not currently lead is Patrick Welch, who's two down through eight. The guys that uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma took, pardon me, McAllister, Dowell, Goderup, Campbell, Welch, and Goodman. Pardon me. The true freshman, Drew Goodman. And then Oklahoma State uh, currently playing against Baylor. Oklahoma State leads in four. Two matches are tied. Chakara and Stark are tied. Uh, near guard Peterson leads. Oyo leads. Uh, Gupta leads and Stewart leads, and all of those leads are at least two up, two or three up for Oklahoma State. So, you know, as you both off to a very good start, uh, Texas leads in three, trails in one, tied in two against TCU. That could be another contender. And then Texas Tech has played some pretty good golf the last few years. They currently lead in four, trail in two. Ludwig Aberg, you remember last year, tried to make a run at Prairie Dunes. He's one up through seven currently on Hillier so, from Kansas. What teams aren't playing in the Big 12 match play? Uh, I Kansas, see. Kansas State and um, Iowa State. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know what the reasoning is. But there's eight schools down there. OUSU and Texas, the favorites. Let's pick it right now. Let's pick it. OUSU and Texas. I'm trying to. Are they on the opposite side of the bracket? I don't actually well, have see, the bracket. I don't, do they That's do bracket? Because I, I see pool A, pool B. Oh, uh, they might do that. Oh yeah. That's so, a good. I wonder if they've got it separated by pools. Which would, if they've got it by pools, then that would mean Oklahoma State, Baylor, Texas, and TCU are in a pool. And then Oklahoma, West Virginia, Texas Tech, and Kansas are in a pool. Yeah. So, I saw the OU golf team uh, at OU Texas. Oh, yeah. So they were good luck for them. I'll go Sooners on this one. Boomer Sooner. I'll ride with it. So I'm trying to figure out. So if there's if there's a pool or if there's two pools, there's a total of five matches that are played because you play two today, you'll play two tomorrow, and you play one. Oh, no, never mind. No, because there's a championship. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I missed it. So there's a total of six matches. Yeah, because there's, there's day one, morning and afternoon, day two, morning and afternoon, day three, morning, and the championship will be in the afternoon. So, I mean, best case scenario, we get OUOSU in the championship. That would be great. Big 12 match play, OUOSU, Big 12 SEC matchup. I like it. Future. Big 12 SEC Fu- matchup. Future Big 12 SEC matchup. What, uh, w- speaking of SEC, who won the uh, SEC match play? I don't know. Yeah, that was going on. I saw College Golf Book. Can we still find the leaderboard for Twitter. that? Let me see. I don't know if we can still find the leaderboard for that since it was passed or not. But I mean, uh, it, th- today might even be the last day. I don't know. Because uh, he was tweeting about it yesterday, I think. SEC match play. Efforting, efforting, loading, loading. <laughs> 
And uh, the, uh, I don't the, see it. The, uh, let's see here. Oh, nope. That is that was for the stroke play portion. Yeah, I don't see it, unfortunately. I'm going to lean. I don't know. Bama. Oh, here we go. SEC match play championship. LSU. Florida. Tennessee. <laughs> Vanderbilt. She falls is number three. Wait, what? Georgia. Ole Miss. A&M. They're still playing. It's only day two. It's, oh, at, it's only day two. It's at Shoal Creek. I bet one of those teams really I named will win. Look at this video that Alabama Golf posted. I bet one of, of those Shoal teams Creek. I named will win. This is about Shoal as Creek pure is, as it gets. Shoal Creek is just awesome. It should be. It should have hosted another major by now. Beautiful golf course. Unbelievable. Beautiful golf course. Best course in Alabama. Maybe the south, besides Florida. But obviously. let's look at the live Yeah, Florida does oh, well, count. In Georgia. In Georgia. But. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, a little exclusive to get on that course. Just a smidge. There's Shoal actually, Creek, yeah. There's, there's some really nice golf in Georgia, aside from Augusta as well. Yeah. So East Lake, obviously. A&M got the bye. LSU beat Alabama in the first round. Ooh. Uh, Roll tight. Arkansas beat Mississippi State. Woo pig. Uh, Mississippi beat Auburn. Ole Miss. Vanderbilt got a bye. Vanderbilt uh, got a bye. Good for South them. South Carolina beat Florida. Georgia beat Kentucky. And Tennessee beat Missouri. Nice. So now it's A&M versus LSU, Arkansas, Mississippi, Vanderbilt, I'll South go Carolina, and Georgia, and Tennessee. A&M be my pick to win. It's been a good week for A&M. Are they going to ride the train to beating the Bama football team so they're just beating Bama golf team too? Beat them all. Beat all the Bamas. Find yourself a Bama, beat them. I, I, I'm sorry, and I know every fan base is different, but is there a, a worse general overall fan base than the Texas A&M fan base? No, of course Fo- not. Football? Of course not. That was electric, though. They're by far the weirdest, craziest, they are weird. most odd. That It's very cultish down there. If Johnny Football didn't go there, Y'all see the video of the yell leader last week kicking his leg up, yeah, telling the story about? about the uh, the Mississippi State laughing stock. Yeah. It was the most cringeworthy minute and a half maybe of my entire life, and I've seen the office a hundred times. Called them like beasts and stuff. I don't. It was very weird. It was weird. It was very weird. But if, like I said, if Johnny Football didn't go to A and I I would have nothing to do with them. Is Johnny Is Johnny Football going to make a golf comeback? Here's like what we need. Smithen? We need. The match. Brooks Kepka and J.R. Smith versus Bryson DeChambeau and Johnny Manziel. Make it happen. That's what we need. We uh, need to throw J.R. Smith and Johnny Manziel love that. into the Black Friday match and make it 18 holes. Actually, make it 12 holes. 18 holes takes too long. Yeah. Just, just do 12. I don't care. 36. Actually, just do nine. <laughs> just play a quick nine. Yeah. Also, did did anyone see the video of Kepka at the fight? I did not see Kepka at the fight. Where they, they walk... Someone, I didn't see that. They they walk up to him and ask if you could fight anyone in the ring, who would it be? And he kind of laughed and said, "You already know the answer to that." Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. By the way, my shirt today, boys. I got the portrait. I got the Step Brothers portrait of Bryson and Brooks on the T-shirt. <laughs> it is a good looking shirt. It's a good looking shirt. I like that. Hitting bombs. Speaking of fight, didn't y'all watch the fight? Was it a good fight? I didn't. Watch I didn't it. watch the fight. I was. Down in Dallas for OU Texas. I went to sleep after the yeah, football. But, yeah, but the game was at eleven, Sam. And the I fight was, was at eleven p.m. I understand that, but <laughs> I understand that. But I was watching the football games. I was watching A and M and Alabama. Yeah, I went to sleep after the football. I, I, I was just poking fun at your excuse because the times were well, not. You got to remember who. Like I, I was with Reagan and everybody, and they're not going to want to watch a fight. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I said it was a great fight. Everybody said it was a great fight. Eleventh round knockout. I would like to have watched. He said, "I don't know." Started too late, man. I've got a pregnant wife. We go to bed early. Well, she goes to bed early. I lay in bed and watch TV for a while, but I did not watch the fight. Did we mention the PGA Junior League? Did we? We talked about the uh, PGA 
champions, all the old guys, who, by the way, probably need to go see Dr. Beecham and Dr. Brawley, who are both avid golfers, total complete spine care at the Spine Clinic of Oklahoma. Dr. Beecham does non-invasive. The Spine Clinic offers the capability to approach all options before surgery. Dr. Beecham specializes in interventional pain management, and he is double board certified in anesthesiology and pain management. However, if you are needing back surgery, Dr. Brawley received the honor of being listed as one of the top 20 spine surgeons under the age of 40 in all of North America. Visit thespineclinicok.com, located off Broadway Extension on Britain in Oklahoma City. PGA Junior League. Sam, show some love to the youngsters here in Oklahoma. So, we had uh, the PGA Junior League going on. It was actually on ESPN this weekend. I didn't get a chance to watch, but uh, Team Oklahoma finishes third in the PGA Junior League at Battle Creek Golf Club. Well done. And uh, and so, let's see. Uh, they had Team Utah. Their Team Utah knocked off Team Oklahoma. I guess Team Oklahoma Team was Utah. a big big favorite. Uh, but Team Oklahoma ended up finishing third. And uh, I got to give a shout out to my guy Emerson from uh, Oak Tree National. Good playing this week, buddy. Also the likes of Banks Cosby. Banks Cosby, obviously, Kerry Cosby's son. Very nice. A couple yeah. of names that we've and heard. Had a little bit of local feel to it that it was at Battle Creek, which is in Tulsa for people who don't realize. So that, uh, that's kind of Y'all play Battle cool. Creek? I did when I was like 13. Thoughts? I uh, It was for the South Central Tour Championship. I shot 73-79. Oh, did you win? Mm, I'll say I did, sure. Yeah. I finished like 18th. but I was one back of the hey, lead. By the way, the this was run. at Greyhawk. They were playing out of Battle Creek in Oklahoma. I thought oh, okay. it was a different course oh, called Battle okay. Creek. Okay, so the the actual tournament was at Greyhawk. Yes, the actual tournament was at Greyhawk. That uh, makes a little Utah more sense. ended up winning. Connecticut finished second, and Oklahoma finished third. I'll, I'll name off uh, some other names real quick. You had Chase Hughes, uh, Ainsley Stanford, uh, Harrison Shaw, Porter Hart, Chase Jones, uh, and uh, Amanda Fisher. And Carrie Cosby was their coach. Very nice. A hell of a coach. That's great coach. Great coach. And even Cannon, Mr. I, uh, by the way, I'm playing Greyhawk first week of December. Raptor course. That'll be great. It's going to be awesome. You'll love it. The high is supposed to be like 70 degrees in December in Scottsdale. Oh, There's nothing better than Scottsdale be nice. in December. Yeah, it's going to be nice. I only went in September and it was really hot. So I'm going to stay away from that. While we're on the track of juniors, I got I to gotta throw it out there. OJGT Tour Championship. One of the biggest tournaments of the year when we were junior players, Sam. Will Hennessy went out one by five strokes Whoa. at Shawnee Country Club, and Very your girl nice. Jenny Roller, Sam, won by ten shots. Whoa! In the girls' division, Rain do, came. Do you have the uh, scores there? Uh, yes. Uh, Will Hennessy shot sixty nine, sixty nine for one thirty eight. Nice. The next best was one forty three. That is uh, Ben Lathrop. Hopefully, I pronounced that right. And then down in the girls' division, Jenny Roller one forty three, seventy four, sixty nine. Next best was one fifty three from uh, Emer. Uh, Emory Schwartz, which is, and she's from Wichita, Kansas. So, a, so a combined fifteen strokes for, uh, win from the boys and girls division at the a, OJGT Tour Championship. It's a good little track, by the way, Shawnee Country Club. I like Shawnee Country Club. Yeah, they, I've never played there. I mean, it's every time I've been out there, it's been in good shape. It's uh, got some unique holes to it. I think it's a fun little course. Yeah, it's um. And I want to get into this because me and Coley played Fairfax on Friday, or I'm sorry, Golf Club of Edmond. Golf Club of Edmond. Golf Club of Edmond. <laughs> and it's it's sort of it's got a few holes that are kind of like out there where you just got to know where you're hitting it. Mm-hmm. You got to just take an iron off the tee box. Yep. And I, I want to get into this. So 
Me and Kobe played Golf Club Edmond on Friday. I've played there once since they redid everything. You know, mm-hmm. remember 18 used to be that sharp dog leg right. Now it's the yeah, dog leg. I haven't leg been leg. there since they redid it. So, yeah, oh, wow. so it's an entirely different golf course now than really? it used to be. And even when we were kids, it was hard because, we, you know, we'd play some different tees. We'd play up, down, whatever. And Can you still drive number one? N- not the other day when we played. Not with that wind. With the right wind, you could. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's one of those courses where... Like, I think we added it up at the end, Colby, where it's like, if you play it when you're thinking logically, well, you have to hit, like, what, six drivers? Uh, five, of, five or six drivers, probably. Out of out of 14 or yeah. 13. I mean, it was, I think it's four, 14. 14, yeah, so there's four part threes. And whenever you hadn't played a course in that long, you, you just want to step up bomb driver and just hit it everywhere. And when you walk up on a course and you don't know the course strategy, you're going to shoot no, there, a million. There's five part threes. There's 13. You're right. There's three part threes on the back. Ten, um... 10, 14, and 17. So here's a question for you, Sam. So the part threes are the same. Yep. yep. So what? Um, how do you go about a course when you can't hit driver? Like, I just want to go out and bomb driver everywhere. It's so hard to just take your medicine, walk what, out there, and want to how hit. How do I go about it? Yeah. Like, what do, what do you mean? Like, like when you go on a course, and you do you just go out there and bomb it? Like, just do, do you have the discipline to dial it back if you were to go play golf club? Because I played there probably 30 times since the redesign. Me and a buddy, first year out of college, they had a golf now deal. We were running up there once a week. Um, so I played it a bunch of times, and I got used to just bunting iron out there and hitting a nine iron into the green, and that's kind of what you have to do it, on a lot of holes out there. It just depends on the situation. I mean, if I'm playing in some scramble, I'm going to hit driver every day and, or on every hole. But, um, you know, if you're playing in something serious, obviously it, fairway is premium, so you want to put yourself in play. And I know that the trees out at uh, – Golf Club of Edmond, not Fairfax. I keep wanting to say Fairfax. Everybody well, it's, does. It's in Fairfax neighborhood. It's still yeah. called that neighborhood. Still but, called uh, Fairfax. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, shout out to Eli Armstrong. By the way, that uh, course is getting a ton of play while kicking birds close. Oh yeah, I bet. Also, people, fix, fix your, your divots. divots. Fix your divots. <laughs> what happened? There's so many divots. Divots everywhere. They're getting a ton of public play because kicking birds close right now, and I cannot tell you the number of greens out there that were just littered with fresh divots that nobody had bothered to even go after. I'm going to say this. I thought it was so impressive with how much play they've been getting, how good of shape the course was. Oh, it was in great all. shape. And, but, but people, fix your divots. Literally, the only problem with the course condition was the divots. That and was the, the only problem. The greens were in great shape, too. Yes, they were. They and were, they were just good. blistered by divots. Look, yes. the only time that – and Scott Fossett will back this up. You know, the, the analytics guru, right, that works with Zalatoris – Unless you can hit driver too far, driver is normally the proper play. Then that's what I've that's what I always think too. Because the closer you get to the hole, the better chance you have. If but- you're hitting driver just because it's narrow, I mean, if you're dialing back from driver just because it's narrow, it's probably not the right play. Yeah. See, like number twelve out there, I hit driver. I don't know if it's the right play or not. It's like eight yards wide in the bottom. I was playing really well Friday. I mean, eight yard. That's different. I shot the gap yeah. with the driver. I probably well, should hit iron, but. Sometimes you're and also it. it's it's per hole because like for example a lot of holes out there their fairway is a lot wider at 220 than it is yes. at 300. Yes. So it's like if the whole fairway is eight yards but wide, here, then you might as well take the it's longest. It's very much a can. strategy golf course. Here's it's my not, too. Is, it's not a bash golf course. And you know a lot of it does have to do with how you're playing the native grass. Like is it hazard or is it ob? That's a good you point. Know? Yeah. And yeah. So because if it's hazard, I'm going to take the chance to go get up around the green somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people just assume that because you take iron off the tee box, you're going to hit it straight. And I showed the other day I had to lay up with an iron into the hazard. 
Did you? Yeah. Oh, he did on number 12. Yeah. On number 12. Where is it? I don't, I don't know which button it is, so we're going to guess until we get there. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Layup with an iron into the hazard. Well, that made my day. By the way, we didn't ever talk about Bones going to JT. Bones! We missed it. Bubba's looking for a new caddy, too. Bones and JT. Is he? Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Bubba and uh, Elliot split. I'm surprised Why? they made it as Same long day. as they did. I don't know. Bubba said that he wasn't fired. He did, they just decided to... to Go different ways. I don't know if he's going to retire or be on somebody else's bag. I don't know, but it dropped later that same day that the JT news broke. But then we didn't do a pod for like five, six days after that because it dropped right after we did one. And uh, yeah, we've got Caddy shuffling up. Bones and JT, I like it. Well, now that Bones is not doing the broadcast, which is a shame because he was doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss him. Hire Scott Verplank. Yeah. Yep. I mean, for Plank's been great with every opportunity he's gotten. Yeah. And the only question I have about that is, I wonder what Scott's contract with CBS is. You know, because Bones was with NBC. Oh, it is with NBC. Contracts. I don't. Contracts know how, can be fickle. Yeah. I don't know how it is. But speaking of that, or just back to uh, JT and Bones, what do you guys think about it? I think I, that I, experience I think, I think on him, the bag is I think him and great. Jimmy had such a great relationship that I don't know... I mean, is, it, is Bones going to make JT that much better? I don't know. But the thing that I look at is Bones is used to playing or caddying for an aggressive guy. And JT yeah. is a very aggressive guy as well. He, Bones is also used to caddying for an aggressive guy who gets, let's call it streaky with the putter. Yeah. JT had a bad summer putting the golf ball. He, I mean, he couldn't hit the ocean from the beach with the putter. And I don't know. Does he bring Bones in on reads? He probably should. I mean, Bones I think, has been out there reading those greens for 30 years. Look, well, I know Jimmy and him had great chemistry for when they were going well together, but I think it can only help JT that he has Bones on the back. It's, the last thing it was was a downgrade. I mean, let's put, right. it, let's put it this way. It's it's by far – and you, you made a great point there, Colby, because we talk about all these players all the time who – like, for example, when we had Taylor Gooch on, he said that now that he's been out on tour longer, he doesn't have to play as, as intensive practice rounds because he knows the course. Mm-hmm. What does Bones do? He's seen every course a thousand times. Not yep. only not only from caddying, but out reporting. Yep. Yeah. So he knows every green of every surface, knows where you can, can't miss it. I think it's nothing but a huge advantage for JT. The question is, is it going to be the difference in winning multiple major championships, which is the, the level that JT's on right now, and I'm not sure that it is. No, JT, that still comes down to the player. I mean, the caddy can help, but that still comes down to the guy holding the club. But it's not going to hurt. No, it's not going to hurt. No. Hey, uh, the question is, is like, for example, I remember in 99, Tiger had a putt on 17 when he was playing Sergio, and he brought in Stevie for a read, and Tiger didn't, had a different read than Stevie, but Tiger went with Stevie's read, and Tiger ended up making the putt, and yeah. Stevie said that Tiger, at the end of the year, sent him a card or something saying, you know, thanks for that read or whatever, <laughs> so is, is JT going to be in one of those situations where it's like, Bones is my caddy, he's no doubt top three caddy of all time. So it's like if he says something, like, for example, hey, you might not want to hit driver here, lay back or whatever, you might want to take this read, is he going to be more inclined to listen to him and then believe what he says? Definitely. I think There's, so. There is a few list of few people that JT would, you know, be able to kind of back off to. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just some random guy, I think we saw it a little bit with Bryson when he got a new caddy. Like, it, it's, yeah. it's just some random guy. I mean – you know. Also, I wonder if uh, Bones is going to try to implement a similar veto rule like what he had with Phil, because we all remember the, the veto rule <laughs> yeah. that they talked about on Faraday where Bones got a veto every year. You get one veto. And I want to I hit three wood from behind a tree with a 30-yard cut over water with OB right. 
you get a veto, but you only get one. And, it, and Phil said that the veto only counts in the states because he tried to do it. He at the tried British to Open. do it at the British Open, and Phil said no. <laughs> <laughs> only yeah. counts in the continental. And uh, you know what's interesting about it is Bones hasn't just been on the broadcast. Like he's filled in for like Max Homa. Uh, when his caddy went and played in the USGA four ball and stuff like that. So he's been, you know, around these guys a lot. Uh, and I think it'll work out for JT. I think it will definitely help him. Yeah, it can only help. Quick rapid fire question. JT win a major next year. Where are uh, the majors next year? I'll just say no because, I mean, majors are hard to win. I know where two of them are at. So, I mean, yeah. if you're giving me yes or no, I'll play the odds and I'll Where's go no. Where's the US but Open wouldn't, next year? It wouldn't surprise me, obviously. Uh, US Open next year. They were promoting it all year this year at Torrey. Why can't I remember? I don't know. I don't know. Taylor's pulling it up. I am pulling it up. I'm assuming it's not on the West Coast because it's on the West Coast this year. Oh, it's at uh, the Country Club in Massachusetts. That's right. That's okay. where they had the uh, 99 Ryder Cup. Yep. Okay. Nice. Uh, and with those 2022 dynamite outfits. Open. <laughs> I, they got to bring it back. Whoever wears on Thursday morning back. for the U.S. Open, whoever wears the 99 Ryder Cup outfits gets two strokes deducted from their score. Also, <laughs> how do we not know this? The old course. Yes. Oh, is it at St. Andrews? Yes, the old the course. Old- Tiger, come back. Tiger! Hey, JT, his game fits Southern Hills very nicely. That's a good point. Yeah. If he can make the putts. A lot of subtle breaks out there. If he can make the putts. I'll, I'll just I'll play a numbers game and say no, but obviously it wouldn't surprise me. He's one of the ten best players in the world. JT seems like the type of guy at Southern who would three putt from four feet like three times during the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I can see it. It does. His game, the, the more holes that I go, go through, I mean – JT, he hits that nice little fade off the tee, or he can hit that snap hook draw. <laughs> yeah, come in handy on hole like seven or, or five. Yeah, but uh, but I really do think that at Southern Hills, I'm going to pick guys that are high ball hitters, and yeah. so because I just think that those greens are going to be so firm and so fast that time of year. I'll say this though: a high ball hitter the last week of May in the state of Oklahoma. Your guess is as good as mine as to what well, that I ball's mean, doing when it gets off the ground. That's a good point. I'm just talking about if. Obviously, Southern the Hills with no wins. Yeah, but, Obviously, the weather will factor into our predictions, but we won't know but that. It's like, it's, like, it's like a friend of the show, Steve Ball, said. It's not the height, it's the spin. Yeah, and true. Yeah. That causes the problem. True. So. Yep. All right. So, we so, anything? so I think basic, we covered it all. So, basically, we're already talking about the majors in next year. Yes. So. Why wouldn't we be? Gosh, I cannot wait for Southern Hills. Tell them about what we're doing tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Season long. We're each going to pick, what, five guys? We're going to pick five guys. We're going to do some fries. We may, we may increase it. We're going to do snake grab. We well, could, I mean, we do, could 10. do 10. I mean, we'll that's, do 10. that's 30 golfers. Surely we can do that. Yeah, we can do 10. What Why tournaments not? this week? Uh, CJ Cup. Big tournament. Oh, that's right. Big tournament. Bunch. Of, I mean, this probably has strength of field. I would. It's not out yet. So I would. I, yeah, we'll do strength of field tomorrow, yeah. but I'm betting the strength of field is going to be north of 500. That's right. I mean, it's a lot of good players in the field this week. So It's not still um, Shadow Creek, is it? We're going to, I don't know. It, it might be. It's at the Summit Club. The Summit Club. Where's the Summit Club? In Vegas? Las Vegas, yeah. Okay, very nice. A couple of weeks in Vegas for some of these guys. Um, yeah. But there's worse place to spend weekends at. So we're going to do 10 golfers. We'll do snake draft. 10 golfers. And okay. that will make up our team for the season. So it'll start this week. Can it'll- we trade guys throughout the year? Oh, yeah. Absolutely we can. And then are we going to, are we going to, can we drop people and pick up free agents? Or are we just going to stick with the team? No, because it's by season, it's by yeah. year end result. So we can only trade. So there'll have to be straight even trades then. Yes. Yes. You'd have to trade either one for one, two for two. You can't trade a two for one, obviously. Can we trade next year's picks? No. <laughs> no. We're getting way too in the week. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to trade my pick in two years so I can have 11 players. 
Why would you ever trade players, though? So we're doing... Like, if <laughs> why would you trade away a guy that's playing better than the guy that they want to trade? Well, maybe you got Spieth, and I think Spieth's like about someone, to win the Masters someone gets or something. hurt, like... Yeah, I mean, maybe there's two guys who are playing, like, exactly the same, and you go out and get them. The, the real question is, do we allow for injury replacements? Well, you have to. No? Well, that's the point of drafting all these I mean, golfers. How about this? We'll each draft 10 guys... And then we'll each draft two alternates. And if one of your guys gets hurt, you bump an alternate into your lineup, your first alternate. But if more than two of your guys get hurt, then you're just unlucky and you're going to lose. Did we ever figure out what the point system is? How are we going to determine So this wins? is what we're going to do. So it's we're doing FedEx Cup. FedEx Cup standings. So the end of the year, and 10 each is perfect because we're going to have some guys that don't make it to Eastlake. Um, what, you, what you'll do is you'll take your combined FedEx Cup rank after the Tour Championship, and that's your score. So like... If you have the number one guy at the end of the year, you get one point. If you've also got the guy in 69th, you get 69 points. Nice. Yeah. So, and then you, the total combined score of your 10 golfers is your score. Winner at the end of the season, after the Tour Championship, wins it all. We can decide sometime between now and then what the bets will be for first, second, third. What if we did just guess all 30 players right for the Tour Championship? That would be insane. <laughs> that would be pure <laughs> insanity. I was going to say, we got to come up with some bonus if you have all your players make it. Oh, if you have all ten make well, it I mean, you're gonna win. <laughs> if you have all ten make it easy, like you're probably gonna win. Well, I want to win. I want to win something extra. I'm already got two pizzas from Hideaway coming from Sam. Not necessarily though. What if you have ten guys make it easy, like, and they all finish like 17 through 28? So we're and doing somebody it by else has one through five. We're doing it by ranking, not by points. ranking, not by points. Because if you picked the tour championship winner, well, then, then you're gonna then, win it anyway. Yeah, yeah, but then you'll only have one. You only have one point added to your score. Yeah, because he'll finish number one on the leaderboard. Okay. That way, yeah. So when I have spots one through ten, what will my score be? Uh, ten and nines, nineteen and eight is twenty-seven, and seven's thirty-four, and six is forty, and five's forty-five, forty-nine, fifty-two, fifty-four, fifty-five. That's some really good math, Colby. Thank I'm you. very impressed. I'm very by good that. at basic addition. Was that right? Yeah, yeah that's that's, that's, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I was doing it in my head with you somehow. Fifty-five. So, uh, all right. So tonight we all have to do our research, get ourselves a list of. Your top 36, in case they all get taken, because uh, we have to have two alternates each. So 36 golfers will be off the board, but your alternates can only come in if you have a player whose injury... Can you trade alternates? Keeps them... Oh, Yeah, that's yeah. you got to be able to trade alternates. Yes, you can trade alternates, but I only say, for alternates. But also, because there's the injury question. But only for I, alternates. I heard it for all, for all year, Justin Rose, who started playing good at the mm. end of the year, and he was hurt. So, like, when does the injuries come in? That's a good question. How do we actually... How many tournaments does your guy have to miss with an injury before wait, you're allowed to sub in an wait, alternate? Wait, no. Let's let's not make it injuries. Let's just draft two extra alternates. And if one of your guys doesn't play that week, you can sub them in. But we're doing it for season-long points. Yes, it's it's season-long. For anyone so. listening to wondering why we don't have our act together, we literally come up with this on the floor. Yeah, we're just figuring out. We figured we figured it out on the air. Bleep it. Let's do it live. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to figure out how the alternate are going to work. We'll figure that out between now and tomorrow, show two. But yeah. real quick, I mean, I'm so confused on, like, alternates. Why do you even have them then? Because, like, for the Tiger example, Tiger goes out, he's not playing the rest of the year, you're allowed to put an alternate in. That way, Tiger finishes 200th in the FedEx Cup. You're not totally out of the running because one guy misses the whole year. But if you put in an alternate, do you have to keep him in there the rest of the year? I think the alternate should be for worst-case scenarios, like a – Hate to bring up Payne Stewart situation, right? You know, alternates yeah. are alternates are like if a guy ends up two hundredth in the FedEx Cup because he's out the whole year. Alternates like aren't Tiger, for like yeah. like Kepka with the wrist injury. You would still have Kepka at the end of the year. 
Because, I mean, he, he missed a couple tournaments, but he played – or kept it with the knee injury, I meant. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of his injuries. Yeah, he, he, had, a wrist, a he had a wrist injury, too. He yeah. did have a wrist injury, and then he had the knee injury. Yeah, because he told the officials, if I break my effing wrist, it's on Oh, you. yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> he heard it at the uh, – Tour championship. Yeah, at the tour championship. No, yeah. one, no one's making you hit the shot, bud. You can, you can move it back we, with we, a stroke penalty. We never talked about that. He should, was, should he, he was, have gotten released? Well, yeah, he was completely right about that. Should I he mean, he released? literally hit the, the man-made ditch that they, he was talking about. Yeah, the, 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 the whole, it caused no resistance, though. The, the, the thing, yeah, the question. Yeah, but it was, a, it was on the rule sheet, on the local rules, that you got to drop away from it. And if your club is going to hit it, it doesn't matter if it caused resistance I, the, or not. The, 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 from the way I understood it, the debate was not necessarily was the area was the area that he was at going to get relief is the fact of is he, is he going to swing and actually hit the spot. It's similar to like your ball being like a foot away from a sprinkler head. You know, where it's like, okay, well, it's there and I can see it, but my club's not actually, it's not actually interfering with my swing. And so Kepka's having the argument of, hey, this thing is like a, an inch behind my ball. I'm going to hit it when I come through. And the officials are like, no, nah, if you hit it good, I don't think you're going to hit that spot there. And then that's when he started to complain. And yeah. so it was a he said he it was a he said she said type of thing of well, this is going to affect my swing. No, it's not. And no one was giving him any relief. I mean, they brought, that's the way they I brought, They brought two officials in, and they both saw they both came to the same conclusion, and so, they were both wrong because his divot went through the little ditch. I, I'll just say this: I'll say that if. Kepka's going to say he blames them for that. He kept, no one's forcing you to hit the shot, bud. Take the penalty and go as far back as you want online with the flag. Or take two club links. I didn't see that it was a local rule either. I, I, didn't, see that either. They, I didn't see that either. They announced that. They just said it was a local rule? When it was going on, yeah. But, but it, it, it's still, it's, because the difference is that if it's a tree root, you, you don't get relief. But if it's a, if fa- it's a man-made you, thing. You know, you know what I think? 19 to 9. That's what I think. <laughs> My favorite part of that whole situation was Sergio just cracking up the whole time. Oh, Sergio was loving <laughs> every <laughs> second Kepka, of it. Kepka goes, have you seen me hit a shot? And then he just about spits Sergio out whatever was, he's yeah. doing. Sergio was like spitting up his drink. Uh, all right. Good stuff. Covered a lot of ground today. Tomorrow we'll upgrade. We'll, pardon me. We will update Big 12 Match Play. We will update uh, J.R. Smith on his quest to conquer collegiate golf. Give us one more JR update. Oh, we got to get one more JR update. I'll hit the refresh, and then we'll do Command F for Smith. Here we go. Uh, JR Smith, plus two through 11. Oh, JR. Oh, he bogeyed 15. Oh, it's an easy hole. (laughs) (laughs) He's on the 190-yard par three now. Not looking good. Oh, no. He doubled the 200-yard par three, so. Well, he just just parted 220-yard par three right before his bogey. Okay. All right. The this, this course he's playing, by the way, goes uh, 68-67, according to the yardage. So I wonder how far JR hits the ball. It's a good question. We need some ball speed numbers. I wonder if we'll have strokes gained from this tournament. <laughs> I think they got track now on each tee box, so we'll know his, you know, what he hit off each yeah, tee and his right. ball speed, like you said. Right. Club path, all that. All right. I'm looking forward to the draft tomorrow. Do your research this afternoon. Everybody head over to golfoklahoma.org. You'll be able to get updates on Big 12 match play there as well as, uh, as they keep it rolling. So, good stuff. We're back tomorrow with an action-packed show. Thanks for listening to the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. He averages 310 yards. Hitting bombs.